You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we do welcome those who are tuning in. This is the live post-game pod edition of the Blue Horseshoe Podcast. I am Ryan Hickey. He is George Bremer live from Nashville as we are yet again reacting to what has been a pitiful loss of the Titans, 19-10 on, on Sunday. Now the Colts are 3-3-1 yet again, another season sweep from the Titans. And yet again, a game where Matt Ryan has costly turnovers. Colts, three turnovers in this game, two for Matt Ryan, two interceptions on back-to-back drives. The only touchdown Tennessee scored today came on that pick six and it's frustrating to George because again we look at the offensive line and the problems start there but also too you look at Matt Ryan one of the frustrations one of the things we talked about the right the one of the reasons why that he was brought in and Colts got rid of Carson Wentz is because he was supposed to make the easy throws he was supposed to basically keep the Colts ahead of the chains he wasn't going to light it up and be like his MVP season was going to throw over 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns but he was going to constantly keep this team in second and five you know, third and two, and always just kind of make the smart play where Carson Wentz, we saw just in the second half of games, kind of be careless of the football at times and, you know, go for the home run shot and have drives stall when they could have just got, you know, got a three-yard pickup for a first and keep the chains moving. At least when it comes to the turnovers, he has absolutely not been as advertised. Nine interceptions, three fumbles so far now through seven games, 12 total turnovers. And George, yet again, here we are talking about a costly interception. Again, the difference in the game, is a pick six, the only touchdown Tennessee scores. And it's just maddening because he was brought in here to at least, worst case, take care of the football. And that's the, the thing he's done right now, the worst out of everything. Yeah, I mean, a lot of his other numbers are pretty good. He completed 75% of his passes again today. He did a lot of other things well, but it doesn't matter. When you turn the ball over twice and one of them is the difference in the game, you know, it, it really doesn't matter what else you did. Uh, it's been a a variety of things that have led to it. Um, but it's, it's another area that simply has to, to improve. I mean, it, much like with the offensive line, you can go back and and you can talk about anything else that, that, that you want to talk about, but until the quarterback stops turning the ball over, they're not going to be a consistently good offense. I, I don't, you know, 12 turnovers through seven games is, is way more than, than you could possibly find acceptable for anybody under any circumstances. Um, there's explanations. I mean, he's usually really good about talking about these things. He was again today, you know, the, the first one, basically it all started with the face mask that was missed, you know, which is uh, just horrendous. Now I, Naeem, you want to talk about an obvious was. one. How else do the referees was. think Naeem Himes 
where it was able to turn his body completely around untouched. Uh, That's where, a where was he tackled? That was That's what I said. His body went one way. His head went another way. He called it egregious. He's not wrong. Uh, but Frank Reich admitted he was arguing that play too long. He didn't get the play call into the huddle as quickly as he should have. When the Colts got up to the line, what the Titans showed, they didn't show until after Ryan's first cadence. So at that point, he didn't have time to check out. He knew they were in a bad look. He wanted to check out of that bad look. He didn't have time to check out of it. And he admits he should have you know, just put the ball in the dirt. I think they probably should have just called timeout at that point and just taken a deep breath and said, all right, let everybody get, let the frustration of the missed call go. Cause it turns into a, a game turning play. Obviously he ends up, you know, trying to throw what technically is a hot route Paris. It was miscommunication. Paris Campbell basically is thinking I, I'm, I can be the hot route in this situation, but my job is to, to take these two defenders that are coming out at me and pull them out of the way so they can get the ball to the back. He thinks the ball is going to the running back. Matt Ryan's thinking I got to get the ball to the hot, hot route. It ends up in the hands of a, of a Tennessee defender. And one of the things about that quick passing game is that more often than not, when you do throw a pick in that situation, it they're going to have a really good chance to be a pick six because there's nobody, you know, there's nobody in between him and the end zone. And it really felt like everything about this game changed then. I mean, you were talking earlier about the negativity building on top of the negativity. And this offense has such a little, tiny margin for error right now that it really felt like with that pick six, that was it. You know, if that drive ends in a field goal, we're probably having a totally different conversation right now. Uh, But because it ended the way that it did, it sparks Tennessee. And again, it's different things, but all five of these consecutive victories by the Titans come back to the same thing. Tennessee makes plays when it has to, and the Colts don't. And they don't give you, you know, opportunities with turnovers that they outside of that just stupid, frankly, Malik Willis uh sweep yeah. call that gave the Colts for a second there a little shot of life. Otherwise, it's like they they don't beat themselves, like you mentioned, and like that they, they do make sure you ca- or they do capitalize on mistakes the Colts have made, and the Colts have made constant now mistakes in this five game losing streak and now six out of the last seven games. And like I said, that's the biggest reason why. And just like that is the frustration of Matt Ryan. And so far, again, you, there's a lot of blame to go on the offensive line, but that that pick six specifically, again, you are a veteran court. You're there for 15 years. Like you mentioned, George, he should have either thrown at the ground or called timeout. One of the two. The last thing you got to be doing there early in the game when it's three nothing is blindly or hoping Paris Campbell and you are on the same, you know, wavelength and you just throw the ball basically into the flat and hope he's there. You have to know, like you have to make sure you're on the same page. Or like you said, when the play gets in late and it's like, oh, this is not going to work. Take a, t- take a timeout. It's early in the game. The last thing, the, the only thing you cannot do in that situation is exactly what Matt Ryan did. Mm-hmm. Throw a pick six. You change it in total complexion of the game. You had a nice drive too. Up to that point, you're converting third downs. You're, the quick passing game is working. Jonathan Taylor is finding holes. And then just like that, all of the air is let out of the balloon. And yet again, we're talking about a Colts team, George, trying to dig themselves out of a hole. You need your veteran quarterback. Just be smarter. Just be smart yep. in that situation. Don't play hero ball. And that is just the latest example of Matt Ryan not playing smarter. And, and it really costing the Colts. And I think that all goes, the reason I think that all goes back to the offensive line is you saw him finally do it in the second half. You saw him throw a couple balls away. And I asked him about that after the game. I said, you know, you just take a live for the next down mentality. Is that, is that kind of the way to fix these, these turnover problems? And he said, he's kind of been that way his whole career. I don't think he liked the question very much. I don't really blame him. I didn't really like asking it very much, but you know, it, it's what has to be done. 
Um, but he said, you know, it's kind of the way he's been his whole career. But I think he's in a situation where, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, he does not believe that deep down, he does not believe that that throwing the ball away or throwing it in the dirt is going to, to lead to a different result, that he doesn't trust that the next down is going to be any better. He feels like he's got to force something and make something happen on every play. And, you know, maybe he's wrong. We'll, we'll never find out right now. We will if he starts playing more like he did in the second half, and he does take those throwaways. I just remember when Matt Hasselbeck was here, it's one of the things that he drove into Andrew Luck's head. You know, sometimes the best thing you can do is live to to get another play, whether that's a check down or it's throwing the ball into the front row of the, the stands like Ryan Tannehill did once today. You know, whatever it takes, just like you said, don't throw it to the defense. Don't, don't give them that chance. Um, another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I don't know. It's on everybody. There's no doubt the quarterback has to make better decisions. But I think both him and Jonathan Taylor are making some decisions right now that are uncharacteristic uh, because they don't really trust what's going on in front of them. And hearing Matt Ryan, like, I think you're 100% right, too, by the way, because, again, this is another game where we talk about the lack of explosion in the offense and even the quick passing game. Like, you watch this Colts offense, there is no real threat. Like, if you are an opposing defense, there's really nothing to be afraid of. Like, Michael Pittman Jr. is a great, a really good receiver who's up and coming. I think he's making his way to being, you know, one of those upper echelon wide receivers in the NFL. Jalen Taylor's Reno is a, is a great running back. But there's no explosion. And that, again, it goes back to the offensive line because they can't block, they can't, can't open up any holes. So there's no real room for Jalen Taylor to make a 20, 25, hell, a 40-yard run like we saw last year. And there's no time for Matt Ryan to take a, a, a drop back and sit there for three seconds and have, you know, take a shot deep. So it's like anytime the Colts are, are running or running a pass play, you kind of know it's within, you know, 10 yards and in. So it makes defending this so much easier. There's no real threat. And to your point, too, it makes it then so much harder to, if you're Matt Ryan, I guess buy into throwing the ball away because you realize, well, we're going to need then, you know, we need basically every single down to go right for us because anytime there's a penalty, anytime there's, you know, a missed assignment, like this team cannot overcome, um, you know, some of those long yard situations because yeah. they can't go 40 yards the next play. That's so exactly it. The emphasis. I think that's exactly it. This offense needs too many things to go right. Even a, even a, a a run that loses a yard or two is a major setback to this team. You know what I mean? They they need too many things to go right. They have to be able to go on schedule, as they like to say, all the way down the field. You know, it's got to be like second and five, third and three, and then a first down. Anything that gets them off of that schedule right now leads to really bad results. And And again, I mean, people hate to hear it. I, I think people want to make this a simple solution. They want to fire Frank Reich and that'll fix everything. They want to put, you know, take Matt Ryan out and that'll fix everything. The problem is, and the reason it feels so fatalistic right now, this is on the offensive line. And you have tried repeatedly to fix that. You have tried almost every combination you can think of out there. And you have now gone to a no huddle offense trying to scheme around them and nothing makes a difference they're still in a situation where their margin for error is zero right now on offense. You can't, like you said, you know, when, when you feel more confident 
and, and your quarterback can take a seven-step drop, you can overcome these negative plays. This team right now, a holding penalty is the end of the world. A, a, a two-yard loss is a major setback. They yep. have got to have a perfect operation all the way down the field. It's almost – we've made this comparison before too, but it rings true, especially after you watch this offense today. It is almost like a triple option offense. Like when they are mm-hmm. on schedule and they're getting three, four, five yards a pop, this it's a hard offense to defend. But as soon as there's, like I said, a loss on, uh, you know, a, a negative gain, a penalty that pushes you back, a fumble made that you recover, it's just a sack, whatever it is, you're off schedule. All of a sudden now those drives just come to a screeching halt. You look at Jonathan Taylor today in the rushing game. Well, let's hear it. I was going to say that that's why they were arguing the face mask penalty so much because yeah, that was a two point, or three actually. yard loss. And if you get the call, you're, you're down and you're in that's it all feeds back into itself. But that's why, you know, I think if you, do you think the chiefs care that I know they're losing right now, but do you think the chiefs care that much about a missed face mask? No, because they know like they can get, get 20 yards, yards the next anyway. play. But I think the fact right. that Matt Ryan and, and Frank Reich were so adamant that that's why, I mean, sorry they, to right. interrupt, but that's, that's no. where it comes from. You're hard because they know we can't be explosive whatsoever. We need everything to go right. And it's just, it is, it is on the offensive line, first and foremost, right? Because you, if you can't block, you can't go anything deep. And then you look to it, you know, in the box score today, Jonathan Taylor's longest run of the game. And he had a solid game in his return, and very limited carries, but 14 yards is his biggest run of the day. Passing wise, the biggest throw of the day was Alec Pierce, 20 yard, you know, catch and run there a little bit. And then it was 14 and 14, Michael Pittman Jr., Nine Hines, too. So you have, George, four plays that were basically 20 yards or less uh, as your most explosive. That's it. Like the mm-hmm. biggest play of the day is 20 yards. The, and you and look that's at this theme. And you look at this, and I know people are right away going to say, why did Taylor only carry the ball 10 times? He averaged 5.8 yards per carry. Go back and actually watch the game. When he's carrying the ball, when he was getting the runs, they were in spread formations. They were in the shotgun. The Titans weren't expecting them to run. Whenever they ran on first or second down, even in that setting, Tennessee stuffed it. So I don't think it was gonna. I don't think the answer was to give him more yards. I think they picked the 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 right spots when they gave him carries, and he was able to take advantage of it. But it goes back to what you were talking about before. At some point, you got to pop off a twenty-five yard pass to get him the room to run. To, to allow him to have more carries and they can't, they can't do it right now. You know, and the 20 yard pass to Pierce was almost a miracle. Yeah. And I think the perfect way to highlight this or highlight this point is just this. The Titans offense today was not very good. Like Derek Henry, you know, mm-hmm. it, he, he finished strong, which is something that he hasn't really done, but this offense really did nothing so far that they stalled. Once he got down to red zone, the Colts defense played a really good game, but he you did. look at just the, how well the Colts played and then you look at still some of the explosive plays the Titans had. You had Derrick Henry, his longest run of the day, 23 yards. Austin Hooper, his biggest catch and run, that insane circus catch, 23 yards. Cody Hoster, 27-yard play. So we're talking about a Colts offense that outgained Tennessee by almost 50 yards, where the Colts defense really, for the most part, put the clamps on this Tennessee offense, and you had Ryan Tannehill limping around at the end. And they still had at least three different explosive plays that were bigger than the biggest play the Colts had. Like even a bad offense like Tennessee is still getting more chunk yards than the Colts can. That's what's so frustrating right now for this football team. The defense is playing winning football most of the time. They've had they had a bad game last week. Obviously, they had a bad first half the first time against Tennessee, and they had a bad first half against Houston. But most of the time, they played really good football, and they've been playing winning football. And your offense is so inept that it just doesn't matter. They're not able to put points up. Now, I give the defense a lot of credit, and I know some of it's lip service, but – 
talked to Zaire Franklin and Bobby Okereke after the game, and both of them said, we have to give up less points than the offense scores. We don't care. We weren't perfect either. You know, we gave up points, period, and, and that's too much. Uh, and so I think that's the defense's mentality. I know that that comes from from Shaquille Leonard. He's always kind of been that guy who, who's going to step forward and say that. I think they've taken on that mentality. Uh, but I, I don't know if he can play much better than DeForest Buckner did today. I'll be quite honest. I don't know if a defensive tackle, maybe Aaron Donald, I don't know anybody else, any human could play much better than DeForest Buckner did today. He was everywhere. Uh, but does it matter in the end result? No, because the Titans made the plays when they had to make them. And again, that goes back to them, even with a banged up offensive line. They had two starters out. Their center was in and out the whole game. They still trust and have enough trust and belief in that line to go and make a play like they did. Uh, you know, the biggest other than the pick six, the next biggest play in this game is the third down conversion. They have at 16 to 10. They're at their own 44 yard line. The ball gets deflected. It's caught a great catch by Austin Hooper. I mean, give him all the credit, you know, for, for that play. Uh, and all of a sudden, they they turn that into a field goal drive. If they're punting there, who knows what happens? Probably nothing because the Colts' offense probably wasn't going to go anywhere. But the defense was about to give the offense a chance to win the game. And I'll say, because you know we've been going after Reich and we've been going after the offense, and they deserve all of it, there were a lot of questions on that third down about why Gus Bradley didn't blitz. And I absolutely – that's a really good question. And we will ask him that on Tuesday, I'm sure. You had a hobbled quarterback over there, and it's third and long – and you didn't blitz. Now, they almost got home anyway, and I'm not sure there wasn't a holding flag. Uh, a Colt mysteriously suddenly came <laughs> up without being able to get through the line, uh, but it doesn't matter. you got to make the plays, and Austin Hooper made the play, and the Colts didn't. And those two games, to me, those two plays are the difference in this game. The pick six and that third down conversion, you know, that's why the, the Titans are celebrating their fifth straight win against Colts. You're right, and they made winning plays to their credit. They got it done, and we're still talking about it. Like I hate it, like to keep harping on the offense because you're right. Like the defense again played a, a good game, and, and that third down call, like I said, they, you got to blitz more. When Ryan Taylor can't move anywhere. You can't let him sit back there like they did. But also, do now we're talking about the Colts' defense allowing four field goals in a game, and the game coming down to a third and I think it was eight or third and uh, third and long you know, stop to get the offensive ball back. And they still, this offense is so bad that even when your defense holds the, the Tennessee Alex to four field goals and 12 points, you still have not done enough to get the job done and put yourself in a position to win the game.